everybody. How is everybody doing? I hope you're doing good out there in radio world. Uh, we got our special guest, my sister, Glacia Simpson in the building. What's going on, girl? <laughs> you know, we always start off friendly. <laughs> we, I was telling you the other and day. The come out. I was telling you the other day that people actually think that we fight. And <laughs> we agree harshly. Yes. <laughs> Our iron is, is, is sparks going. We sword fight a little bit. We really fight. I feel like sometimes, you know, it takes us a moment to come to the same conclusion. You know, the Bible says the Holy Spirit will bear witness of itself. So, you know, I may have my view, you have your view, but then in the end, you know, the Holy Spirit will just confirm that we're really saying the same thing. Um, just Which is always ways. weird when yeah. we figure it out. Like, you do realize we just, it, it always happens that way. It's weird. How's your week been so far? Um, it's been stressful. I'm not even going for it. But, I mean, God is good. Right. So, everybody got to know. Y'all got to know that we, we don't do the, like, the super religious, spiritual thing. Like, we let God deal with us for real, especially on this show. So, this is this is the show that uh, we can be the realist. Uh, and course. so... Because I, I think sometimes people want to be like, how was your day? Blessed and highly favored. Like, really? Well, you know what? Um, Marcus and I talk about this quite often. You know, when people say, hey, you know, how are you? Um, <laughs> if you really say how you are, you know, they don't really want to hear it. Like, you say, oh, well, I'm actually kind of pissed off right now because <laughs> such and such happened, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're kind of like, yeah, I really didn't want to know how you were doing. It's just kind of a blanket statement. Yeah. People say. But they really don't mean it. And you know another thing that people say that they don't mean? Call me if you need anything. Oh. They don't mean that. Not not everybody. You know, so I don't I don't mean that, you know, as in, to be negative, but in my experience, I've noticed that people don't really want you to call them. Because <laughs> when you do, they're like, Yeah, so I can't help you. And I actually didn't mean to call me to tell you. Oh, no. <laughs> Somebody is doing. Yes, thank you for being so honest. Because because we have the I, I've seen it myself. Uh, for, folks, we on uh, you know they'll, they'll ask me why are you always on Facebook fussing all the time, right. and I'm like, you guys don't know the amount of people that told me they had my back, right. but genuinely don't. Right, and, and, and you know, it's, it's normal though. It's kind of to be expected. For me, it is at this point. Um, but what it taught me was, I don't want to be that person. Um, anybody who knows me will tell you, um, I'm genuine. If I say I got your back and I can genuinely help you, I will. Yeah. Um, because I don't like being that person to say, oh, I got your back. Oh, I can help you. And then you call me and. It's a different story. Right. You know, and if I can't do it and I don't have it, I just don't have it. You know what I mean? But if I do and I can, I genuinely try to offer whatever services I have, whether it be prayer, whether it be money, whether it be a ride. I done gave away plenty of stuff just because I feel like, you know, that's my overflow. I don't really need it. And it's not really hurting me to give it to you. So, right. I think that's the challenge is, is what is coming to us and what comes through us. You know right. what I mean? Uh, you know, and at the end of the day, some stuff that's coming to us is, is for us to give to someone else, for us to be a blessing with. And then there's some stuff that comes to us that's from God that's for us. Correct. You know, um, I do know that one of the most epic signs of the last days 
that God talks mm-hmm. about in the scripture is the way we treat each other. Mm-hmm. And one, we know that iron is supposed to sharpen iron, Absolutely. right? Two, uh, there's the issue of the love of many waxing cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, in that's Ma- a frightening in, Yeah, in Matthew 24 says love. So we already weren't the best loving, most loving people. That's why he had to save us in the first place. I know I'm not. So then, so you're talking about from two from two thousand years of the sacrifice to here where you are now, and we gonna have a love loss again. That means love's really only been on the planet for two thousand something years, besides the Father's love. That's like the only pure love that's been here the whole time, right? And and so human experience with love waxing cold. Oh. I definitely, yeah, but but people, you want because I have this saying that I say when you're not careful with people, mm-hmm. you cause people to become careless, right? Right, you know, care. I mean, how does that baby turn into a murderer? Well, the baby probably was already a murderer. The thing is, the Bible says the heart of man is wicked, who can know it, <laughs> right? So it's not like they came out the womb being good. Right. Like none of us are good without God. Not me, not you, not anybody. You know what I mean? That's why you have to die daily. So we all were born into sin, which means without Christ, without the Holy Spirit. We all have a certain wickedness about us. Yeah. So when you start thinking your goodness, because I already know, I'm like, yeah, Lord, if, if you if, if if it's not of you and it's just me and my own thoughts, it's a wrap because I have all kinds of things. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. No, it's it's real. You know, and people will, you know try to take credit for good things. I say that to say, if I do anything good, give God the credit because it's not something I would do on my own natural human nature. And so I feel like just recognizing your own wickedness and your own flaws, you know, it's just, it helps you to really be genuine and submit to the Holy Spirit so that you don't become that person. When you feel like you can be good out of your own self and your own strength, that's when you're in trouble. Because you, you, it ain't going to take you but so far. If somebody's going to piss you off, something's going to happen that's going to push you to your limit. Now, God don't have limits, but we have limits within our own love, even in marriage, whatever relationship. People say, oh, I, I love you unconditionally. Do you? I don't know, because I know I have my limits of love <laughs> for people. Even though I may say I love unconditionally, I can't without God. Like, I'm not able to love unconditionally without the power of God. So if I'm able to do that, it's because of him, not because I can do it on my own. You know, yeah, that was the realest thing that I've heard in a long time, because a lot of us want to justify uh, our our sin, justify what we do wrong, justify it's like, oh, I was nobody was there for me when I was a kid, and oh, my mother and father were good parents. Like I know that stuff makes a difference. It does, but at the same time. Uh, your issues, the issues that we deal with, usually the the real issues we're not talking to nobody about. You can have a perfect situation, That's right. and you're still not going to talk. About, you're not, not going to tell people what your real issues are. Well, like you're real you, crazy. Oh no, you're not telling nobody because for one, they may commit you. And two, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, right? So give me just a second. <laughs> we'll Why call right. the police? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> Say that again. You did what? Yeah. You, know, you having these talks? Okay, oh, we'll be right back. Right. So people, you know, they're afraid to like 
be themselves yeah you know because they know a lot of times that their true selves is not accepted you know even with depression and suicide and that kind of thing that's like a really soft spot for me because i believe that a lot of people suffer from sadness and depression i know myself you know i i struggle with sadness as well and i have to pray about that a lot of times people are afraid to talk about it because of how it's received or how you know people are going to look at them you know that's why when people commit suicide they say oh my god i had no idea well because they felt like they i'm like you had no idea like that means you're not in contact spiritually with that person right and and that and and, and, and that's you know that's what gets me about how shallow our relationships have become i, I look at things like facebook and says five thousand friends Five and I'm, 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 about two of them are your friends. Right. Maybe three. Because <laughs> three would be, you know, three would be including my mama. Okay. Right. Yeah, my daddy, my daddy's suspect. Right. My daddy's daddy suspect. My daddy's like, son, if it won't for your mama, I wouldn't be your friend. Right. 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 <laughs> so, so. Yeah. And even with that, it's debatable. Yeah. Right? It's just, just like, man. I was like, yeah. And, and this is what I'm saying is that we give it out too easily. Friend, um, the word love. Oh, yes. You know, when I, when I, when I, I, when I know everybody's be like, Duke saved the love talk for February, right? <laughs> you know, so, oh, so, 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 but we're not doing that. <laughs> the, the love is a human requirement, bottom line. Yes, it is. We become mutants when we not, when we don't get enough love. Mm -hmm. and, and, and sometimes, you know, it's gotta be, the hard situation to see when you clearly see someone needs love mm. and I, I don't know what we mean i'll be honest with you i knew we had the show today right yeah and this sweet wonderful person uh, uh -oh. needed a ride okay yeah. and, and and i was just i was honestly just trying in my focus place mm -hmm. So I'm focused on this okay. and the media stuff. And I got a text message saying, hey, do you, do you mind giving so-and-so a ride? Right. And I was like, ah, I don't mind. I'm doing something right now. So you did kind of mind. I did mind. <laughs> I, <laughs> but you didn't want to say it. You were like, yeah, I kind of do. Yeah. And, it, and, and, and I was like, man, you know what? I was going to text him. I can't. But it's like, but you can, though. And I was like, so yeah. I'll do it. You, you get an opportunity to show someone love and then you're going to turn around and complain about how there's enough of love, not enough love on the planet. But here you have an opportunity to show love and you're not going to do it because you're focusing on something that you're going to want people to support and love you with. Well, I don't know. I think it's balanced, though. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's OK if like if you really like I have to go to work at 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. I'm not going to. Put aside me having to be to work to go help somebody move like i gotta go to work you know what i mean right. so you have to have your boundaries you know and and i think sometimes we get we feel guilty and then people make us feel guilty oh you're supposed to be a christian you couldn't help me and blah, oh, yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. and it's like i'm you know i have my own responsibilities so i don't let people make me feel bad like if i can't do it I just can't do it. I used to feel bad, but now I just look at it like it doesn't mean you don't love that person. You know, depending on what it is that you have to do, you have to prioritize and and pray. Like I've had to pray too, because there's times where I feel like, okay, you know, God, are you telling me to do A, B, and C, you know, for this person, especially if it's something that's gonna stretch you, 
and you don't feel like you're doing it out of the right spirit, then you may need to ask yourself if this is something you're really supposed to be doing. Like, yeah. You know what's funny about that is it's, it's, it's all about perspective. But you got what puts I think what what really puts things in perspective is when you know that you're doing something for God because it pleases God versus allowing yourself to be manipulated Absolutely. by people. I so notice that desperate people will tell you anything. Yep. Oh, I promise I'll pay you back. That's the biggest one. I promise I'll pay you back. You me I promise I'll pay you back. You know what I mean? And I, think, I know. <laughs> I I think that um, when our motive is to please God, it feels different. Yeah, because we're protecting. Like whatever they do is none of my business. I did this to please God. And then you don't. You know what I learned, and I, what I what I practice now, I don't loan money. I only <laughs> I don't. You know what I do? I give away money that I can afford to give. And yeah. I always say, you know what? You, they were like, oh, I'm going to pay you back. I'm like, no, you don't have to pay me back because if I couldn't afford to give it to you, then I'm just not going to give it. So I would much rather just give it to you. So that way you don't feel like you owe me. You're not acting weird trying to dump me now. You know what I mean? Because you feel like you owe me. Like, here, I'm just going to give, I'm only going to give you out of my surplus. So that yeah. way there's no beef. You're not trying to, you know, there's no argument. I, I just give it to you. So then there's no problems. I think that's easier than loaning money. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's better to let it go. I, 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 get it back. I, I've seen friends dodging each other over 20 bucks. That's, what, that's so stupid. It's, it's, <laughs> My dog, it, I mean, the it's $20 not is not going to make or break you. So yeah, just give them the $20. <laughs> or, or if you don't have it, then don't give it. You know, one of Just the let it go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I, when I think about, the manipulation thing, right? Yes. And then people try to make you feel bad. Mm -hmm. I also believe that we manipulate ourselves. Like we'll think people are thinking about us more than they're thinking about us. Right. Like I don't want this person to think I'm like this. So I'm gonna say yes, because I don't want this person to think that I'm like this. Well, I think that's the devil. He plants seeds and makes, I mean, he puts us in this box. Like when you were in the world, you didn't care nothing about what nobody thought. I know I didn't. No. So when you get when you give your life to Christ, you feel like you have all of these rules and regulations now. And you feel like people, the minute you tell somebody you're a Christian, they automatically put all these labels on you. And then the enemy makes you feel like, oh, look, look at you. You you supposed to be so spiritual, but you ain't do this and you ain't do that. So now you feel like you have to check all these boxes, meet all these requirements. And it's nothing wrong with holding yourself to a high standard and walking in righteousness um, and using wisdom. But the reality is, you know, you're not going to be perfect every single day. You're not going to get every single thing right, you know. But if you are genuine in your relationship with God, the Holy Spirit will give you guidance. And when you do something that you feel like was out of pocket or wrong, then, you know, you pray about it. Hopefully correct that behavior and keep it moving. I feel like the end of that condemnation. You know what I'm saying? I do want to say this to everybody out there. I know that that sounded awesome what she just said because it did sound really good. But she's not saying it's easy. So I want to make sure it's easy. Nobody attached easy to it because no. it, it flowed very well. And I was like, I want to somebody thinking like, that's all I got to do. Like, oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> well, look, no, you listen to Joyce Mar. She talks about it a lot. Um, and she's one of the people that I listen to quite frequently and she talks about how and she helped me to to remember just to let it go she's like nothing you can do about it now anyway 
you know what I mean? Like you isn't already know. You know already cussed that person out. They're like, you know what I mean? Like your cuss words are not gonna go back inside your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it, you know, there's no need to beat yourself up about it. Cause I used to, I used to be really hard on myself. Oh my god, I, oh Lord, I need to get sick. I went to the altar about 20 times. Like how many times you gonna get saved, friend? <laughs> like you know, I know how to get saved every single time I did something wrong. You know what I mean? Because the enemy will bring this condemnation. Yeah. Until I understood, okay, this is this is a process. You know, you it is. It, Work out your righteousness. Like you're gonna, you're gonna be a work in progress the whole time that you're here. I, I'm not I, saying make excuses for your behavior. No, no, no. But I, I think the issue is breaking the habit of pretending like it's not an issue. Correct. You know, because that's one thing that we do in the world. You know, when you're in the world, you 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 have no problem being like, "What I knew." <laughs> you know, you know, you just did this. You know, you just did this person wrong. You know, you just lied here. You just did this, and then you turn around and say. What I do, I didn't say that. I literally, right. I, I watch these videos of people getting caught stealing and stuff, and they immediately go into victim mode, right? And, and get mad, yeah, after they get caught. It's so weird, you know, oh, or, or either, or either, like, so I, I do watch the, because, especially since I've had experience like being cheated on, oh, so I watch the cheating uh -oh. shows. And I, I watched watch those all the time. And, and I and I watched people just go into victim mode. Right. They, I mean, not not even considering owning something. Right. Of course not. It's just like, well, if you gotta love me better, if you gotta, it's like, wait, just own it. You're the you have no discipline, or you're caught. I and I know that everyone has a reason. Now, do you believe there's a difference between the excuse and reason? Well, not really. <laughs> I I do know this. I don't think so. I do know this. When it comes to offending someone, and you just want to be heard, and you want to tell the reason right. why you you said this or did this, and you just want to tell the reason, and they say that's not an excuse. Right. I think we're having two different conversations at that point. When a person wants to share the reason why something happened, it's not that they're making an excuse about it. They just want to get it out of them and, right. and own it and, and say, I, I don't have a problem with those people. But well, I do I have a problem with people. Behind yeah. The word, you know, it can be an excuse. It can be a reason. But like, what's your purpose for telling? Like, are you telling them because you got caught? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I'm looking at you now, ten people recording you. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, really yeah. want to hear it at that point. Yeah. But if they brought it to the table, like, look, I just want to let you know this, this, that happened, and the reason I did this, you know, well, it's a lie or whatever. It doesn't have to be cheating or anything. Whatever. It yeah. Is. I feel like that's different because maybe you know, because the Holy Spirit will convict your heart. Like it's been plenty of times I don't want to hold on to stuff. People are like, yeah, no, I need you to apologize, or I need you to come clean, you know, and and tell this person um, about what you did or what you said, or you know, clear the air and apologize. Um, so I feel like it depends on the intent behind. Oh my mom, man. Your mom? Poor lady, man. Because you know, just like you said about the church, you want to check stuff off. So you know. It's, a ticket is not the same as a report card situation. Right. Because it's costing money now. 
Right. You know, before God's like, oh man, they're gonna let me outside. You know, right. they're gonna take my game away or, or whatever. Right. But the thing is, with the ticket, their insurance goes up. Every time. So I'm like, do I tell my parents? I was like 16, 17. Do I tell my parents that I didn't got my third ticket for the summer? Oh, no. Or do I wait for the insurance to go up? It's like, oh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember House Party. This was a situation he was in, like, sneaking out the house. Like, you gonna kill me anyway. Might as well have fun. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, so this is how I know that, that I've always known that God was with me. I'm like, God, I need you right now. You know, and, and I need you right now. What do I do? And God's like, oh, we always need God when we're going to something. So, oh, listen. <laughs> Listen, Lord, I listen. Are you real deep, daughter? You're real deep. You're in trouble. You're real deep. Hold my little wild hours. Lord, I promise I'm not going to cheat ever again. Listen, I said, Lord, I need to just tell me what to do and I'll do it. He said, You need to tell him now. And I said, Tell me something else. <laughs> but not that. Not that. I love you, man. I said, You got to tell me something else. So what ends up happening? Is I decide that I'm gonna go ahead and tell him because I'm like, man, at least God is on my side if I tell the right thing. How'd that work out for you? Man, do you know <laughs> third ticket? And they say, okay, well, we're gonna see what the insurance company's gonna do. Insurance gonna be said, listen, if you don't get that boy off your insurance right now, we're gonna cancel your policy. And so they're like, well, dude. It was it was no it was no it was, I mean there was no reason to yell. No no reason to sound however this entire story would be different if I had waited for the insurance thing to come up. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. They would have said, wait, wait, did this say our insurance is $330? The funny part is my insurance starting off at 17 years old, once I had got my own policy, was $330 a month. I worked at movie time video to, to pay for my car and my car insurance. <laughs> and I got paid $500 a month because I was in school. I didn't oh, get out of So you got to think $330 went to the, to the insurance and the car was $200 a month. <laughs> we went the whole straight out the gate. <laughs> and and it was, but, but I do love the fact that honesty does it is more stable i don't control how you're going to respond you know why though um not to cut you off but i would, just made me think of something it's a scripture that i go to a lot because it talks about people wanting to be in darkness because if they come into the light their dark deeds will be approved right so sometimes people just they don't they don't <laughs> want their dark deeds to be so they would much rather like stay in the dark and live in that that shameful place because they are afraid to come in the light because of either what they think is going to happen or what the outcome is going to be or, or whatever their reason is but they're afraid to come into the light like there's plenty of people that feel like you know how to die with that secret you may not never tell nobody what's so weird about you saying that particular scripture is it's totally attached to john 3 16. Mm -hmm. that's what you just said i believe is john 317 where he says it might be 17 or 18 where he says the world is already condemned is john 317 where he says the world is already condemned uh but uh, jesus uh, 
John 316. Uh, yeah, let's sitting here, Mark. <laughs> I'm like, what in the world? You know, because usually my Bible just opens up to tell what I want because I'm, I'm in it so much. So. <laughs> it's John 319. John 319. Yeah. That, and it, it's so crazy because uh, most people, just in case you guys don't know, uh, in, the, in the, the original scriptures, there's actually in the original scriptures, there is no, uh, you know, there's no um, verses. So it's just one long like scribe. They, they put the verses in the Bible so that people could remember them. Uh, so in 19, it says, and this is the condemnation that light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Right. And, and and I want to say this um, to everyone out here, but, I, but I'm, specific, I'm particularly going to say this to new parents. And I, and I miss being a father of baby babies. So oh, I know my Lord. kids are, you know, my kids are like, Dad, you know, it's time for you to be on your own. And I'm like, don't me. I know. All right, so check this out. But I can be a blessing to new parents. It's okay if you're a jerk. And when I say be a jerk, I'm talking about, like, protect your kids. When we have a scripture like this that says, we have a scripture like this that says people like to live in darkness. Mm -hmm. And if you find out somebody is not in their word, don't have a relationship with God, they, that, that doesn't mean they're not crazy. But the fact that the Bible tells us that people like to live in darkness, you're you are not wrong if you don't just hand your babies over to anyone. That's right. All right. So uh don't be if somebody don't want to pray with you or you like if uh if, if you're a single person out there and you laying hands on people and, and want to pray for people and someone doesn't want to pray for you, don't be offended. It might be something in your spirit. They, the darkness in you might not settle well with them, you know. And so, don't get offended if somebody can see your darkness. <laughs> I think that's a good thing, though. Like, how how are how are we, you know, gonna ever be well made whole if we're not willing to? The Bible even tells us to pray you one for another, you know. So there are times where. You know, people will see things dark about you. It doesn't mean they're trying to expose you or hurt you. Um, but you do have to be careful. Um, just with who you allow into your life, you know, even when it comes to praying and laying hands. I don't just let no anybody be laying hands on me. I'd be like, hold no, on. No, y'all ain't going to do that with Glacier. I'd be like, wait, 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 wait. You mean my transfer of death in over here? Woo! I need to make sure. Y'all, listen, we believe this thing. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm really careful about that. Like, you know, because you know, people really think, you know, I don't know if everybody thinks that, but some people feel like just because somebody comes up to them and you know, you always ask, hey, you know, can I pray for you? Oh. You want to put your hands off of it? Somebody it's, gonna knock you out. Like, it's so it. weird because everyone thinks they have some spiritual connection. It's like you probably do have a spiritual connection, right? But which spiritual connection? Yeah, which spirit is that? <laughs> And guys, again, stop being so easily offended. The scripture does tell us to know those that labor. There's some people that's just like, hey, I, I need to know your spirit before I'm willing to let you right. pray. So again, please, please, please stop being easily offended. Give people time, a chance to, to know your spirit, know who you are. It's okay. 
you know, you know and, and, and I under I guess because I spend so much time with different types of people, I, I can see why people do certain things. But then I'm like, hey, this is not gonna fly well when this person comes around. Mm-hmm. So there's people that can, you know, go through something, flip out, fuss me out, cuss me out. And I'm like, praise God, well, we're gonna work through it. Let's get through it. And there's other people, they see you cussing me out. They go, they come in like, Duke, off with his head. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's like certain things you that won't work with somebody. But I do know that different people have different offense levels, what they can tolerate. Mm-hmm. So when you look at John, Oh, stuff. When you look at John, Peter jumps off the boat. He sees Jesus. He's running to pray with Jesus. John comes up and says, "Why do you, why, why do you embrace the one that betrayed you?" And Jesus says, "What business of that is yours?" Right. And have you ever seen, have you know the scripture that he actually said he, he pretty did, much he, said, he, "Mind your business." He did say, "Mind your business." <laughs> He literally was like, not not literally. Those words aren't exact in the way. He place. said, "What business of this is yours?" Like mind your business. You know. All right, and I'm like, oh. but I think God tells us that too because we can go to Him and feel like, "Oh, why are you doing this for such and such?" Or blah, blah, blah. He's like, "None of your business. You have nothing to do with why I'm handling this situation a certain type of way." The fact that the Messiah said, "Mind your business," and it was a decent question. It was. It it really. It was a. It was like. I'm trying to get an understanding. Why are you embracing the one that betrayed you three times? Right. And the Messiah just—it's like, how do you please this guy? You know, Peter well, walks on water. And he's like, why? He didn't say, "Good job for walking this far." He goes, "Why did you feel?" Oh, you little fake. He's like, "Well, I did make it halfway across the Can I? Can I get some credit? But I, I believe because like we live in this physical body, so it's difficult for us a lot of times. Remember, I was talking to you about Joseph, you know, the oh. other day, and you know how in the Old Testament they were straight slaying people, you know. So it's the Bible is very controversial, which is why people get really confused because they're like, wait, on one minute, y'all saying God is love, but yet He let them kill a whole village with kids. And- <laughs> if you're a lawyer, it's hard to feel like you know what. My client, you're like, I'm not sure. <laughs> you already hit a love firm, you know. Yep, yeah, you're like, I don't know. It does say that, yeah. God is love, He flooded the earth. Here's the thing, right? When we say flood, right? <laughs> you mean literally, it wasn't God that was the water, <laughs> you know. You know, but it's and what I realized is, I was like, hey, don't defend how do you me. explain it? Don't defend me. He's like, look, anything past that grieves me at my heart that I even made y'all, right? That's all grace, right? Like, like, and sometimes you just don't have an answer. You know, I'm I I realize that I don't have an answer for everything. I will pray about something. There are several things that I don't know the answer to that I still have questions about myself. And people get upset with you because they say, oh, you're a Christian. You're supposed to know all the. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't know all, all of the answers. You know what I mean? And there are some things that I have questions of, that I ask God myself, like, wait a minute, Lord. Yeah, it, there, there's stuff that's above our pay rate. Right? I don't know. And then, yeah. you know, and, they, and then they feel like, well, that that's their reason for invalidating Christ as being real because you don't have all the answers. 
you know, oh, you know yeah. the Bible does say study to show yourself approved, a workman rightly dividing the word of truth. I believe that's a process and you're not going to have all of the answers. Now, the things I do have revelation about, I'll share those things. But if I don't know, I'm sorry. I, I don't have the answer to that. You know, and it's something that you can pray about and try to get understanding. And he will eventually give you answers, I believe. But who knows everything? I mean, seriously. Well, well yeah. And, and this is where... Again, this is where I think that one of the issues is that we we got to remember how dangerous pride is. Uh, the only thing that we can accept is that we're permanent children and permanent students. Right. You abandon either one of those principles, you about to jack up. <laughs> uh, the very moment that I think I know, like I, I know this, I know that, is the very moment I find out I know nothing. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> like, wait. What just happened? You know, so I'm talking to a friend of mine. And but Nate, think of something you thought before. Because we've had several conversations. Oh. And you and, and, and later on you like, wait. You know, God give you a different revelation about it later. Because he will do that. And you'll yeah. and you'll feel confident about what you thought about it before. You know, the Holy Spirit really gives you truth and revelation about that. So for I had one, and it was about uh, the sex before marriage, Ooh. and, and uh, women getting pregnant before marriage, and this and that. And now I'm just super religious, right? And, and, and <laughs> I'm, I'm down here. I'm, I'm about first of all, I was a virgin at the time. I okay. hadn't been with anybody, so you know, so you had the my right, spiritual, the right my, my spiritual, I'm. I'm a, but we're gonna, our children are out here. I was preaching it too, you know. And when the Lord showed me that Mary, like, why would He put her in a position where she even looked like she was? He got stoned to death for getting. Well, he, he did that to 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 go ahead. I'm gonna let you no, so no, he, he did that because the, the seed had to come from him. Like, you know, correct. Like, but and he, she had to be but he could not care what people thought. Right. But so the only way for Christ to be born was to look that that concept that oh, he, to give the he impression did, that something. Yeah, and it's it's almost like wow, he didn't care what other people thought. He didn't care what other people thought. He already had it scared, like send Gabriel, tell Joseph, don't put her away. Because you know there was a that's of like course. women got stoned back then. Absolutely. Yeah. And but then he showed me how if they didn't listen to him, if they didn't listen to the spirit, they got free will too, right? They could have treated her like they did the woman that was caught in the act of adultery. Right. They could have treated her like right. that. And so for the Messiah who had been spared in the womb by Joseph's faith and believing and trusting God, who been spared. No, his mother could have been seen as that same way. Right. He then has grace for her right. and goes, where are your accusers? Mm -hmm. And then, and I'm 14 years old and the Lord said, which one of these descriptions do you want to be more like? Do you want to be more like the woman who's receiving grace? You want to be more like the the Messiah who's receiving grace in the womb when the father says, "Don't you know? Don't put her away." Do you want to be more like Joseph who has a special mission from God, or do you want to be more like these people called the accusers? 
And I'm like, well, okay, so, <laughs> so, so I'm just gonna. Okay. I agree, but <laughs> but this is what I'm gonna say about that. I I do believe that, but I also believe that we we're supposed to walk in righteousness. So the reality is, sex outside of marriage is wrong. Right. That's not God's will. Um, for right. you to just be out here laying with um whoever, but you know we do fall under the blood and His grace and mercy. So of course you always want to have compassion, right? I think but, that's what He was trying to tell me. Right. You're supposed to have compassion, but it doesn't it doesn't mean that you condone the sin. No. And, and, you know. So I think the accusers of the brethren they were like, oh, I stone her, do this, do that. But yet they they want to get grace and mercy when it's time for them when they messed up or did something wrong. You know what I mean? It's just like your kids. If they do something, you know, you're still going to reprimand them. It doesn't mean you don't love them, but you're still going to correct them and teach the them Pharisees the right were way. shady. Oh, absolutely. But but the, the, but you understand what I'm right. saying? You, not, you, you, you don't want to learn. And I think this is where the you church. Wanna, you don't want to. I hope. Look, this might be the last time I'll be on here for a second. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say it because this is a this is a huge thing now in the gay community. Right. You know what I mean? Um, the LGBT. Um, and I've heard people saying, oh, you know, if God didn't want me to be gay, you know, he would have, I wouldn't be born this way or, you know, whatever. I personally think it's the spirit. I don't believe it's God's will at all. Um, I don't, I don't feel like, you know, oh, I'm going to hate this person because they're gay or dislike them or treat them any differently. I treat them with the same kindness and love I do anybody else. However, it does not make what you're doing right. You know what I mean? Just like if I do something wrong, it doesn't make what I'm doing right either. You know what I mean? The reality is sin is sin. Yeah, you gotta yeah. call a spade a spade, no matter what. It doesn't mean that you treat the person different, or you don't treat them with kindness and love, and you don't pray for well, their deliverance. But you can't sit up there and 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 condone it like like that's right. Yeah, and I think what's happened is that one, one uh, you know, th there's an identity crisis in the church because the, one of the things is that people used to preach boldly about family and what was right, what was appropriate, what wasn't appropriate. Then, I, I, and I try to get people to really think about what they're thinking, like think about how much sexual perversion was poured into right. our culture, uh, especially through television, then right. through the internet, then, you know, and we do, like we're talking about from the early 90s. Like, so if you're, a, if you were a kid in the 90s, it was already happening in the adult world. Absolutely. We just didn't know it. We were just playing well, around. I, I had my daughter, which you know this already when I was in high school. I was not married. I had a child out of what I had two children out of out of wedlock. You know what I mean? So I'm definite and I've done all kinds of stuff. So I'm I'm not saying this from a judgmental perspective. No. I'm saying it from a perspective of I didn't I didn't even know these things were wrong until I came to Christ. And when I did, it didn't make me feel like oh i'm a horrible person it made me want to change right it made me say dang you know god i don't if you love me enough to show me these things and still love me anyway it made me not want to disrespect him and just keep throwing it in his face like yeah. i'm gonna live on any kind of way well, am i perfect absolutely not but i have changed a lot of the ways that i had when i very first got saved. i think when, when and also uh you know letting go of things that hurt us is not necessarily uh, a hard thing to do. It's the things that bring us pleasure. Absolutely. That that's hard to let go. Yeah. So when, when it comes to yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's everybody be like, dude, dude, you getting fat? I'm like, this ain't food, baby. This is that, uh, There's a little <laughs> this, yeah, this, <laughs> Come on, get great. And so, but and here's but the thing, you're right. The things that bring you pleasure are are sometimes one of some of the most difficult things 
to let go. But even with those things, you know, I'm going to tell you what, um, because like I said, I had two children out of what lot was I mean. So obviously I was having sex and right. I, I enjoyed having sex. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's the truth. But once I understood soul ties and God started getting oh. revelation about what was really going on, I'm serious. Like he, he helped me to have a different view about it. Right. You know what I mean? And he, it, it made me not want it like that anymore. It was like, Oh, I don't yeah. that. I, wa I wanted it inside of a covenant. You know, and now that I am divorced, I'm like, all right, well, I guess I just can't have sex. Not that I don't want to. It's like I don't want to go back to something that's going to be spiritually damaging. And, it, and, and I think and, we should get. And we have, if we're honest with each other, we haven't met. You know how you say, "How you doing today?" And we say we don't talk about it. These are probably the conversations that, that, that they, they, don't, they don't want well, to hear. When you tell somebody, "Well, I'm, I'm, I'm still sure you, I just left the park next year," you know, they're like, "Oh, okay," you know. <laughs> Yeah, because what is it, yeah, it's just like oh man, and and, and I, but but here's the thing is that you know, the 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 struggle of humanity is real. It is uh, the struggle to what what pleases God is difficult because you also have the flesh, and and and, and so I, I think part of the problem is when we try to compete with each other, like yes. whose sin is worse than whose other sin? Because I don't think there is a such thing. Yeah. Well, and here's what I know about homosexuality, though, that, that does make it a little different than other sins, mm -hmm. is every other mm -hmm. sin doesn't like being called a sin. Homosexuality is the only sin that wants to be identified as the sin mm -hmm. and then told it's not sin. So it's like it's like this. If, if homosexuality is not offensive to the Greek god or Buddha or something like that, then cool. But the fact that it's offensive... And, and the deity, the God that we serve from this religion, and so it's the it's the only sin that tries to bully itself to be right, accepted right. by. The, but every, you know, and, and I think that and I feel like people are afraid to talk about it. Yeah, you know, and I believe just like you just said, it's no different. I still struggle with drinking beer. I still do, you know, things that are not right. So, like I said, we're all on the same playing field when it comes to, you know, a sin is a sin. You know, but I feel like Christians, some Christians, I'll say some, have gotten to a point where they're afraid to speak out against things and say that they're wrong because they're afraid that people are going to call out their flaws. I don't mind if they call out my flaws because you know what I tell them when they say, well, you, 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 you ain't perfect. I saw you drinking beer and I said, you're right. But that doesn't make what I'm doing right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just because I did it, it doesn't mean that it's correct. And I'm, I am striving every day to Did I tell you what happened to me when I caught the first people still at the mall? No. The little girl. <laughs> so the little girl still stuff at the mall. And I and I see them plotting on her. They want her to walk out of the store with it. So this is a told me is a green bar. Little girl's walking out. She put the stuff in the back. And I see them plotting on her. I'm trying to protect her because I know the police waiting outside of the mall to snatch her, grab her and you know. Uh, and, and and for whatever reason they just I, I, it's so funny because I, I, I would expose that I, I would make thieves uncomfortable for stealing because I saw how comfortable people were getting them arrested when they ruined their, their lives by shoplifting. And oh, so I would wear a shirt instead of wearing a coming soon Jesus shirt. I made a, a shirt that said, "Thieves are stupid." <laughs> what was the other? What was the other like? Oh yeah, I see you stealing. I see you stealing. So I would walk. I would. So the girl puts the stuff in the in the, the bag, and I'm wearing the I see you stealing shirt. 
And I just stand there and go, don't put that back. Don't you? Don't even put that back. And she's like, oh, her friend going like, oh, why is he doing this to us? And I walk outside of the, the inside store. The, the, the police are already outside the mall waiting for him. I walk outside the store and I'm like, look, I'm seeing them plotting on They enjoy catching you guys. Absolutely. They enjoy it. It's like it gives them something to do. You know, this. And the girl goes, why are you doing this to us? Her friend says, can't you see he a preacher? He has to do that. He's just looking after us. That's all. He he has to do it. Like, she didn't want to be there. She didn't want to be stealing for her friend. Right. And then her friend came back with a home run and just said, don't the Bible talk about being a glutton? He fat. <laughs> In other words, yes, I'm that's my point. So people want to look. It's like when you point out their dirt, oh. point out your dirt. So what do you do? What do you do when they do that? Well, here's what I did. I said, I said what? You know what? I'm about to get her into stuff, so she can go ahead and walk out and let her get arrested. The <laughs> lawyer said, "Don't argue with her. Agree with her. Agree with the adversary quickly." Ooh. So I said, "You're right. I'm gonna have to work on that." That's right. I said, "You probably just saved my life." And that's three years ago, and I actually think about it every day. You know, otherwise, and, I, and, make, and yeah. I came here actually with you, baby. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. So, and like, so this, this is my bad, dude. Oh no, it's it's on. It's on. We gotta fix this. We're on TV. We got television show back. We gotta. We gotta fix one like, but he's such a great guy, but he's he's gotta lose that weight. <laughs> is that the guy I saw at seven <laughs> But you know what's funny is you're up and down. Yeah. Like I'll see you two months from now and you'll be it's I gotta get is it's the consist well first of all, when I start to feel cute, that's when I go back up. because oh. I saw him, I'm like, man, I'm a good looking dude. Stop feeling, <laughs> so feeling myself, and then the next thing you know. Business. Or these kids oh. would be like, Dad, can we take a day off from the gym? And I'm like, sure. We don't see the gym for six months. Right. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's easy. That's easy to do. That's easy to do. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and oh, and that's the other thing, too. The, the, the way the human ability to lie to yourself. Mm. You know, uh, I remember when I was 216 pounds, I said, man, I got to get a hold of this. 216 pounds, thought I was too fat. Dang. Right? I also remember when I had, you know, a whole bunch of money in the account. They'd be like, oh, I can do this, I can do this. I'll, I'll stop here, I'll stop, you know. And I'm like, yeah. you know, or, or someone say they need some money, I'd loan it to them. Man, they ain't going to do me like this. But I would one, I would never pray about it, right? And what I always knew was gonna happen would happen. Mm-hmm. When that person would say, Hey Duke, are they loan me twenty thousand dollars? I promise I'm gonna get it back to you. Like it's gonna be and I'm like, okay, no problem. I, I mean, you know I got kids, you know I'm not gonna I know you're not gonna do this. And what I knew was going to happen would happen. It, it, you know, like I knew this person was gonna do this to me. And I, it, and I realized when you lie to yourself, when you practice lying to yourself, you're giving everyone else a right to. Well, because you don't know the truth. But how can you, that's why you got to stay in your word. I was just going to say to you, this was, I meant to, I pulled this up because we were talking about sin and 
just the balance of sin. It says no sin is greater than the other. No law cannot save us. For it is by grace that you are you and I are saved through our faith in Jesus, not of our own selves, lest any of us should boast. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. I say that to say the law can't save you. You know what I mean? So even though we have the law to identify sin, it doesn't determine how good you are or how bad you are. Um, I believe it's just a mirror to help us to understand what God's will is for our life. If you're saved and you accepted Jesus Christ, you're saved by grace, right? Not by works, lest any man should boast. So when people, when the Holy Spirit convicts you, it's because it's just like a, a parent that wants the best for their children's lives. It's not going to change the fact whether you're saved or unsaved or that you're trying to condemn somebody else. I believe it gives you a certain compassion for other people because you don't want to see them hurting. And believe it or not, they don't even realize that that sin is really hurting them. And they wonder why they're depressed or they feel in a certain type of way. Sin does weigh you down. It really does. And it makes you feel condemned within your soul. And then you wonder why you're dealing with these certain things. So it's really trying to help that person, not trying to throw them under the bus. Now, some people are trying to throw them under the bus. But yeah, really, I'm talking about that. But, but you understand what I'm saying. Like when you were talking about the Pharisees, there's a difference in the Pharisee and somebody just bringing you truth with compassion. You know what I mean? And, and telling you what the Bible says about the sin, not to make you feel guilty, but to show you that there is a better way through God, through Christ. You know, when you say that, I think about, you know, the fact that Paul did what he did. So you're talking about, you know how to pass and talk, you know, mm -hmm. like Paul killing Christians for a living. And then, Absolutely. Then he walks in, so it's like, he's He's searching these scriptures. Like, Listen, am I good? In this, in this day and age, we would never, and I say we because I'm going to include myself. We talk about, because this is what bothers me. We, we will talk about Paul and how, how he was, right? But then we quote a lot of, he even wrote half the Bible, first of all. But if you and I knew somebody who was out here today, right? Yeah, now, murdering, I was about, I was, you were just saying what I was about to murdering say. Murdering Christians. You. Yeah. We legit would be like the, the no, yeah, and, and I was going to say, I was like, this is we one of the reasons that I think that triggers your sadness is that you operate on that real of a level with the word and God, and right. so when you actually see what offends people, you like, hold on, do you know who we really are? Like, do you know who like we like the reason why people don't trust us is because they know we crazy. Right. They know, and, and and I know you operate on that level where you're like, okay, so if I'm gonna follow this guy who used to kill christians for a living and will follow the words that he said he i'm gonna trust that he hear from god all bets are off you like <laughs> i'm already believing that jesus rose from the dead i'm already believing right. all this extreme stuff and i'm and I'm, I'm also believing god's ability to save a soul right so then why are we so condemning when we hear no wonder people are scared to turn their testimonies but that, but how how much is because God was just showing me that that only shows God used Paul for a reason. It shows the power and the love of God to have somebody that murderous killing Christians to completely turn his life around and become the biggest living epistle right in half the right. Bible. Like, come on, right? And I mean, oh, this is where it gets scary because we do see a lot of fallen preachers and things like that, and, we, and we're like, we, crucify him, tear him up. <laughs> And, and you know, that makes me sad too, because I feel like, like I said before, 
sin is sin and i'm never saying oh it's okay for you to do a b and c but at the same time i'm always praying for somebody's um restoration yeah you know and, and that's the key i'm always praying for somebody to be restored even if i don't like them because i'm happy around i don't like them all like i really don't care but then god will convict me like uh yes you do care because i care i'm like oh okay my bad but my point is the preachers <laughs> we would throw them in all the way New York yeah. second. If we could throw people to the alligators, then we would. They will be gone. Yeah. You know, speaking of alligators, <laughs> speaking of alligators, I got to show y'all this video. Uh, I'm going to do those screens here. Let me pull my video up. I got to show. That's why I, I noticed you commented. Oh, I did? Yeah, you commented on the. An alligator? <laughs> the, the preacher that's. Oh, that in the world, that was hilarious. <laughs> the preacher was like, uh, you're young. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is why I don't trust all y'all preachers out there. Where's this thing going? Oh, yeah, here it is. I'm going to pull this up. And I'm going to. So basically, if you're watching by uh, StreamYard on, you know, social media or, or Facebook, uh, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> But I say, you know what? This is this is the reason why, because I keep telling y'all, there's a difference between a preacher and a pastor. A pastor will fight you, know, fight with you. A pastor will go to bat with you. Uh, uh, maybe preacher, I think for a second that he's a pastor <laughs> because the way he ran. All right. Let's go. Oh, sorry. Oh, here we are. Let me see. I'm pulling this up. And you got it. Let's see. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Here we go. I know you guys can see it. Oh, you can't. You can't. Hear it. <laughs> to discipleship i'm Absolutely. talking about you know like see when, when i think about discipleship actually the, the script the bible is very militant that is true uh because when you think about uh developing a nation which which america is so unique because god developed israel the other cultures that already been here for thousands of years man cultivated those cultures god cultivated israel that's why the, the the people were always getting in trouble because they were like looking to other people. But God really wanted Israel to Himself. He said, "He told Abraham, I'm going to build a nation out of you.' Mm -hmm. So every principle of the Hebrew people 
came from God. And the Roman culture was so fascinated at how they could thrive because yeah. their principles were so different. You know, and, and so that's why the Roman culture will always, usually Roman culture would take over that, that town and then take over that religion. But with the Hebrew people, they were fascinated by it and be like, okay, we're going to let y'all stay. Because they were fascinated. Well, they weren't supposed to. They did it only because. God told them not. He said, don't, don't. He told them not to take on their culture. They were supposed to leave nobody alive. Right. But some, they did. And he was like, their, their guys is going to be a temptation to you. Right. Because I told you. And now, you, so when you talk about the wrathful guys, like, okay, this is why, because he knew the future was going to have to deal with the fallout of it. Right. And, and so when you, it's not wrath. That was strategy. You see what I mean? <laughs> when he says, uh, yes. isn't it weird? You know, I, I still struggle with the book. I, I read that book, <laughs> and I'm always like, because, you know, you know, originally he was like, don't take anything. And so um, what tribe was he from? So, um, Aiken, no. Oh, oh, yeah, the Malachites. No, it wasn't Malachites. He was from, um, no, he wasn't. Anyway, I, I have to look it up what tribe he was from. My point is, oh, the whole thing's the best. When he stole, and um, he's like, God, why, why did we lose? You know, and he's like, because you know, somebody has stolen, and I told them not to steal. So they're pulling out each tribe, like, okay, who stole, who stole, who stole, who stole, <laughs> right? You know, the main part of that story that stuck out to me was, you know, he admitted, hey, you know, I saw him thinking God's going to be like, all right, you know, go ahead and forgive him. Nope. He was like, <laughs> okay, you and your whole family, not a family. Yeah, he's like. No, it wasn't okay, who stole what are you talking about? Oh, I was talking about Gehazi, the prophet of Elijah. You know, you're right. You're right. You're you're exactly right. You're right. I'm like, who are you know, what, what's so funny is the consistency. Yeah, Aiken and Joshua. Aiken and Joshua. Yeah, I'm like, no, Aiken and Joshua. Sure but the, the reason why is because I get the same revelation from the story of Gehazi, who was Elijah's servant. He was from the tribe of Judah. Right, right. But but Elijah's servant <laughs> tried to steal some stuff from uh, not steal. But he took after Elijah healed uh, Naaman from leprosy. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tried to say, oh, no. but then you see it again in the New Testament. Same concept is what you're talking about with Ananias and Sapphira, where they said they gave more than what they really did. The pattern that I see in this is when it's the foundation, it has to be the purest. Yeah. Because the foundation is what everything else is going to be built upon. So if the foundation is dysfunctional. Then it can't be. I know. I just can't feel, depend I still on feel that for him, though. Oh, absolutely. Because I was like, "Dang, Lord, you feel that demand?" <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I mean, it was interesting because did you notice? Like, okay, so he he let him, you know, he got him and his entire family gone, but then the next um, place that they were to take over, he gave them a different set of instructions. They were able to keep some of the things. So he was being specific for whatever reason in each place. Yeah. And I feel like we should be really happy because we get a lot of grace because of the blood of Jesus. Like we'd have been going, you be going, I know I'd be going. You know what I mean? So if, said, it, was, if it was that strict back then, yeah. Where it was like, no, you don't get a second chance, you stole, you're gone. But the thing is, is that now because of we have grace and because of we have grace, uh, Christ and the spirit. We should want 
Because the quality of life mm -hmm. is better without sin. Right. The quality of life is better. Like the truth is, I can sit down and eat a whole pizza from Doughboys, okay? You okay. don't say. Listen, <laughs> like, no, I like you haven't done that. I can see that you have done that. Yeah, so, <laughs> so listen, it's not a joke. This is, this is real, real. Doughboys pizza, yes, it's free margin and free advertising. Never in a bad place. And you need a piece of pizza. No boy brings it. All right, so here's the thing. Uh, I, I uh, get sorry. I get this thing called a tsunami. It's, a, it's like a an inverted pizza. This is what it is. It's an inverted pizza. Oh, you know, Lord. like the pizza folded in half. Looks like a wave. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So I get a tsunami, and I feel good while I'm eating it. Oh, that preached though. And then when but, you finish, oh, Aww. but after I, I'm trying to figure out if I need to call my dad to come pick me up, not because I drank too much, and I'm, but because I've eaten so much that now I'm lethargic, and and when I'm, I'm driving and the road is twisted, I'm like, oh goodness gracious, right. do I need to pull over? Because all of those carbs take you so high and just drop you on your head because I didn't take it in. But that's the flesh though. Think about it. Like even when you do things, um, temporary, any type of sin, you know, at that moment, your flesh is raging, right? So I have fasted, like, you know how when you fasted, I was fasting from beer because I still drink beer, not gonna lie. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fast from beer. So I was telling Marcus, he thought it was quite funny. I was like, yeah. I was like, my my body was like, look, <laughs> look, ma'am. Like your body would try to dictate to you what you're gonna do. I'm like, I don't have to listen to you, right? That's why the Bible tells you to deprive your flesh because your flesh it, oh. will try to convince you to do things that's outside the will of God. So you cannot allow your flesh to dictate your actions because it will try to dictate your words. It will try to dictate your actions. And next thing you, and then you feel like. You feel terrible afterwards. Oh, so you feel really bad. For me, it is going off on people. Because I oh, the, the drill sergeant side of the military side of me comes out and I can fuss somebody out like poetry. You think like well, I don't I think I like the way you just fuss me out. Because it's like you know what I mean? And and and, and uh and afterwards, but I'm do like, you really feel bad after? Because I know sometimes when I go off on somebody, I, I don't always feel bad right after. Well, I wasn't about to feel the bad part. Oh. I, I feel amazing. You feel you're like, <laughs> that, just so you know. That was your fault that that happened. Right, like, right. And then the bad part is when I'm like, oh, man, I just went off on this person. And now... I know that I wasn't supposed to use profanity. I wasn't supposed to do this. It's like right. now I got to think about how I let God down. Ooh. And as he sees me as a leader, mm. it's like, so this person now knows I, I will go off on it. Not right. that I can, but I will go off on someone. And the fact that a lot of times what I'll use to, to go off on that with is what they've told me but now they're in a bad place and they hurt me yeah. and instead of being more mature i go and that's the, probably the reason why your wife left yeah and, and, and it's like that's the problem and it's like oh now like if you had just gave it a minute tomorrow i would have warned him be like i'm sorry i didn't mean it 
But because I flipped out early, and then you then it's like, ah, so, so now somebody would be afraid to tell me, right. tell them what I wasn't really going on in their life. You didn't, you didn't cut them up with your sword, your tongue. Oh man, and then and we forget that the sword is double edged. It's like, yeah. so as soon as I, and I'm like, no mercy, just unleash on them. Then God's like, and this is what I think of you, <laughs> you know. And then it's like, oh man. Now the, the so look, it says, but no man can tame the tongue. It is restless, evil. <laughs> Listen, evil and full of deadly poison. It says, with the tongue we praise our Lord and the Father. With it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and curses. That's heavy. Yeah. And and then that, that's why it's so important. Do you know what I told somebody this the other day? I believe it with all my heart. God has these two angels beside him and on his throne. And, and uh, all that they've done since they've existed is say, holy, 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 holy. And I said, do y'all wonder why I believe that they're there? Mm-hmm. And people say, why? And I go, to remind him. To him, because he, he if he if he for one second says I'm even if he ever said the words I'm done with humanity. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. You know what I mean. So this constant reminder, he he knows how to massage his righteousness and, and keep his should, righteousness we be before all him. The more grateful for his grace. Yeah. You know because he preplans his grace. Right. Absolutely. That's good. We don't pre-plan our grace. What we do is we try to put a, we try to get enough grace just for us. For the moment. For the moment. And so we put on our equipment. We don't bring no extra bullets of grace, no extra grace for other folk. Like, oh, I'm not having a good day today. Let me bring some grace with me because I already know my day is starting off bad. That's why you that's why I talked about putting on the full armor of yeah. every single morning. So that way when you leave the house, you're prepared for whatever attacks are going to come your way. Because just like you, you already know, I've cut somebody out quick. But you know what I got tired of doing? Apologizing. That helped me a lot. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm just like not going to say it because I'm going to think I'm schizophrenic right. right here. Because one minute, then I'm like, yeah, so I'm sorry. So for me, God will continuously have me apologize for what I said. And I just got tired of having to apologize. So I was like, I'm probably just not going to say it unless, you know, that's like, I think that sounds like that, that a lot of faith probably deals with that. Like, let me just go ahead and be nice so that I don't have to do this. Because I just I don't feel like I'm gonna go back. <laughs> I still want to. And people look at you crazy too. Like, okay. Because <laughs> you because because when we go to level ten, we go like to really right. level eleven, right? Right. And then we have to be like, you go out and you mean right. I was just gonna bring this one scripture. It says a gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness. And it breaks the spirit. So when you spewing out the words, and Marcus tells me this constantly, he said, Glacia, you don't realize that you're pulling out a sword and you are cutting people. Yeah. And you wonder why they're so upset because you cut them. Like you're hurting them with your words. And so I have to watch that constantly. You know, it, it, it is so difficult because a lot of times when we've been attacked with words or yes. by people's actions, oh we, we lash out the same way because we've been attacked by you know, I remember how how hurtful it felt when someone said that 
uh, I was stupid. So I knew right. the power of those words. Then I believed I was stupid, right. you know? And so then I had to battle through. And even to the day, now that I'm trying to protect my kids, I'm also trying to protect my kids from people's perspective and words. That's why I will often tell my kids, this is what, like I'll say it, like this is what people are going to say of you and think of you when you act like this. You can't give into this attitude. You gotta rise above. I, you know, and, and I try to do it in real time because when people's words, oh, a physical wound will heal. People's words, every Ooh. time you think about it, you remember how That's you felt. Right. You can forget how a bullet felt. Right. You can remember, oh, it smelled, it burned. Yeah. It but every time you think about how people have treated That's you right. and the words that say, it, it hurts. But I'm going to take a quick break on the radio side. StreamYard, we're still with you. Save your connect. What's going on? Uh, YouTube, how you doing? And then we've got, uh, I got to play this Leon before I get in trouble. <laughs> Y'all need water anyway. Gotta get water again. Yeah, what time is it? Yes, eight. Well, Duke, thank you for having me. Hold on one second. There we go. But yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Words hurt. Words hurt big time. And and I know we told that story. What is it? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. That's, a lie. that's not the truth. Words, words are, are powerful. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, and now listen, and with that being said, as parents, we can dig in. Well, what I was going to say too is black, we've been taught, I know I was raised getting cussed out. Like it wasn't until I had Josiah Thomas and Marcus and I sat down and had a conversation and he was like, yeah, I don't like what you cussing on my kids. I was like, I don't like it. And that, but because I got raised with a black mother who cussed me out on a regular basis and called me all kinds of B-I-T-C-H-E-S. <laughs> I don't know, I yeah, yeah. that was normal. No, right. I was like, what do you mean? Not this a term of endearment. He's like, no. Right. Yeah, I really didn't think that was normal. Clearly it's not, but I thought, what in the world? Girl, are y'all still in school? Are they still in school? No, they, they graduated. Homeschool. They homeschool. Oh, they homeschool? I was mm-hmm. thinking about homeschooling. Simon so having a lot of problems with him at Virginia Beach Middle. Um, Marcus says she ain't lying. About what? <laughs> what we talking about? About the words, the words cut. You know, we talking about the words cut. King Marcus says she ain't lying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, he, Lord, getting him to talking about somebody's words, but anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, thank you for having me. 